helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug here, and officially today, Doug, it marks our three-year anniversary of talking all things Disney. Happy anniversary. Well, happy anniversary to you too, Derek. Three years ago to this day, Rope Drop Radio went live on iTunes and all the other podcasts, and who would have thought that we'd be here right now talking to each other, not... Before, it was just like, hey, we got one or two downloads, and now yeah, we have thousands of downloads. And so it's really exciting that people listen to us. It's shocking, actually, more than exciting. Shocking. Shocking is Shockingly right. exciting. It really is a privilege, and from mm-hmm. Doug and I, from the bottom of our hearts, like this is an honor that, one, you listen to us and enjoy the show and comment, but we have Patreons, we sell shirts, I who Dude, I just I'm, I'm I'm so blessed and thankful for everyone here. If you're listening to this show right now, even if it's your first time or you've listened to every episode, thank you. It means yes, thank so you. much. Because if we would have still been getting like one or two downloads, I think both of our wives would have said, "Hey, you got better things you can do with your time." So thank you, listeners, for making our wives not tell us yes, to move along. Exactly. That is the main thing. Our wives. Really? It's no longer a hobby. It's uh. It's not a job yet. Not even not even close. It's a hobby that there. makes a little bit of money. It's self-sustaining, maybe? A little bit. Almost. Almost getting there. We're I, trying. I just spent a lot of money on koozies. Yeah, those better be the nicest koozies ever delivered. They, they are a nice koozie. And some of our Patreons are getting koozies right now. So if you want one of the Rope Drop Radio beverage chilling koozies they work well they're great you have to uh be a patreon member so visit our patreon site and that is in the show notes and help support the show that is awesome that we even have patreons alone but that still exists three years later i know i'm it's great and then uh doug the other thing that we love is itunes and all the reviews but itunes especially and so we start every show by reading at least one itunes review so doug take it away with this week's review yeah we got several five-star reviews without a written review so thank you for those those help a lot too but if you leave a written review it's your chance for me to mispronounce your username uh, I usually I usually do a good job of that, don't I, Derek? You do. It's great. I love it. This one, though, I got this one. All right, so here's the title. It's Added to My Rotation by Mickey Loved Grunge. That's how Grunge? you do a username, That's people. a nice yeah. username. It spaces, capital letters, and actual words. It's, it's So everybody, new contest. See who can have the best username starting next week. All right, so here we go. I listened to... Okay, this is capitalized, a lot of Disney World podcasts, and this one is very entertaining. Doug and Derek have a good chemistry, a real JD and Turk type bromance that works pretty well. They have some pretty polarizing views, but that adds to the entertainment. Their love for all things mouse is evident in their discourse. Two thumbs up. There we go. So for those that don't know what JD and Turk refers to, it's the television series Scrubs, which is one of my greatest or favoritest favorite most favorites. There you go, close enough. Ever. I grammar not my thing. Um, Keenan's probably yelling at my my language skills right now from the part of our world podcast. But yeah, so JD and Turk, those were the doctors on uh, Scrubs. I don't know which one are you. Which one am I? I don't. I I never I, watched the show. Doug. I think I'm JD. I don't know. I think I'm JD. You're Turk. Well, we joke about. Know, I, shows that we watch and how you're what five years older than me doug like that yeah and so, so was... your generation is more scrubs and and not mine i was more how i met your mother i think i watched that too but yeah scrubs really yeah it was it was perfect timing for me and, so that and we're talking patreon talking about patreon shows we're going to talk some tv tonight okay sounds good so you got to be a patreon member to really get into that because yeah. Doug and I, we watch a lot of the same shows and different shows. Just not Scrubs. No, not Scrubs. So that's a huge compliment. Uh, we uh, Alex, who's been on the show uh, recently with the VIP tours, he uh, makes fun of our bromance quite regularly through text message to me. So I like our bromance. You know what's crazy right. is when we started this show, 
a lot of people might know this, but if you're listening for the first time or new on, uh, we didn't know each other for the first, give or take a year. No, we talked, we hadn't met. And so it really took me becoming a dental patient of yours to meet for the first time. And now my kids go to you as well, but and we planned a trip together. And so I feel like the shows during that first year, except maybe for a couple were a little rough. That's why we joke around. Don't listen to the first 30 or 40. I mean, we essentially had a phone conversation and like, ah, let's record a podcast. That's how it started. That's wow. That's the magic right there. You gave it all the way. I did. It was for free too. And yeah, that's how the show started three years ago. We, you contacted Michelle about doing a podcast with her, right? Is that how it? Well, no, I wanted to have her on or, or just figure out where to go. Cause my idea for a podcast was still more Disney history or what's happening now, more news and not really thinking travel. Planning. Yeah. We've gone so, a long ways from news. We fail at giving the people the news. There's a million other ways. Yeah. Is there any news we need to talk about? By the time we get to the podcast, no. Twitter and social media yeah. have blown up. Just follow us on Twitter and Facebook. You'll get the news there. You'll get the news. Don't, I love it. At Rope Drop news. Radio, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We have more listeners than we do social media yeah, followers. So if you're listening to this, please take a minute to go do that. I know it's just for us to see the likes and uh, I'm slightly a millennial, so I like yeah. to see likes on Facebook. You're not, Doug. I'm I'm right on the border. I just get grumpy on social media mainly. I have arguments with people. You do, and I love you for it. Okay. All right, well, moving along. Moving along, today's episode is more for Doug and I. Uh, we decided to do a special little three-year anniversary. One, because we're shocked. That we made it three years, yeah. and now we're looking forward to our five and six you know and what seven year anniversary. It reminds me of getting to this point is like when you get your kid a goldfish, and like it lives, and you're like, fish is still alive. Somehow this fish made it. You know, I feel like the goldfish that made it, despite the five year old being the one feeding it. I like it. I like that analogy. That's a good one. None of our fish made it three years. We have yet to even get into fish. We have a cat, who would probably eat the fish. Probably, yeah. Or pee on the fish. That too, because he does do that. If you've listened to previous episodes, he will pee on our luggage before we go to Disney. Not good. Not Not good good at all. So anyway, today, this one is for Doug and I. We are doing a thunder round. We Mm -hmm. said, hey, listeners... Ask us questions. It had to be, it could be anything, Doug, Disney related or, or not. And so a lot of you guys wrote via social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and on Messenger. And so thank you for all those questions. Doug, we are going to answer those today. Because we've done a lightning round. Go back to episode 100. We did the lightning round that we we do with our guests. So we did it on our 100th to kind of celebrate making it to that. We were shocked we made it there and look at us now. So we're still going. We're still going, so thunder it is. Uh, but first, are we talking favorite episodes, Derek? Yes, let's talk favorite episodes. I forgot we we wanted to mention that. Doug, what is your favorite episode in the last three years? I think my favorite one uh, recently has definitely been our Bad Disney Advice show. Oh, that's a good one. That was fun. It was fun to just make fun of all the bad advice. That's our Especially, number two most downloaded episode of all time. It's because people like turning to look at the wreck. And so well, bad advice is kind of kind of there. How about you, Derek? My favorite episode is you and I live on Space Mountain. Oh, because you hate Space Mountain. It's not not good. And and it's just one of those random crazy ideas we had. And we mic'd you up, mic myself up. We actually have a picture and I laughed and you cried. But no, it was Seriously, a lot of fun, not just because we were at Walt Disney World together, but because who would have thought three years ago that we'd be doing a live episode on Space Mountain? Yeah, not me. I think our our two trip report shows from our actual rope drop trips yep. rank up there. It's just a lot of fun to relive your trip and uh, share it with everybody. And a lot of misadventures on our trips, for sure, um, you know, when it came to not enough socks and wet shoes. It's happened. Many and, uh, times, just you know, for me. Me needing a Diet Coke and having to buy one in Africa, of all places. You know, little things like that. And my Cronut episode. Oh, that's a good one. I just, that was a fail. Festival of the Arts Review, check that out. Doug had an epic fail. 
I bought crow nuts with tuna on them. Nobody. Why would you put t- what, tuna $10? on dollars? You wasted I, I, a lot of good money on that one. Shh, oh yeah, don't say that in case my wife listens. Come on, wait. The festival foods. Everybody knows festival foods expensive. And they're trying really hard to be fancy, and I, I just heard crow nut and went, mm, yes, donut and a croissant, yes. Doug want, and I didn't want it. And so on our 100th episode, we did the lightning round, and I can barely remember some of our answers, so I need to go back yeah. and listen to it. But there are a few things we've added since then, and when people come on the show, we ask questions. And so we need to answer our two most added questions. Yeah, we added a favorite song recently. And Derek, what is your favorite song? It is Happily Ever After. I listen to it. Once, twice a week, easily to get me uh, from the fireworks. From the show. fireworks show, it is. It's my favorite Disney huh? song. Forget everything from the movies. I love "Happily Ever After," and and I watch it and I listen to it. It's on my phone. It puts me in a good mood or a sad mood when I'm w- missing a fireworks show. But it is. It makes me laugh. It makes me cry. It's one of the best songs uh, that I I know, and it just screams Disney. And so, yeah, I, I listen to it quite a bit. What about you? Can I have two, Derek? Sure, why not? I mean, we let people cheat on the lightning round all the time. So one is One Little Spark. From, oh, that's a good um, one. From Imagination. And the other one's similar. Um, it's a Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow from Carousel Progress. I like both of those. They're, they're similar. Um, similar style, similar composers, everything. So... Those are my favorite. And if I had to pick one from a movie, though, I think I'd go be our guest. That's Although a good one. You have to pick one from a movie, Derek. I'm guessing it's from Aladdin. No, I would probably go. Uh, as weird as it is, I really like Mulan. Be a man. Oh, yeah. It's uh, okay. It's it's an interesting one, but I, I love it. It is a choice I was not expecting. No, but it's it's one that I I get into the mood. It's one of my wife's favorite songs and my daughter's, and so we listen to it quite a bit, and I get into it, and then I can also do my martial arts skills along with it. Yeah. All right. Favorite drink. Ooh, this one I love. Garden Grill, the Citrus Freeze. Now maybe. I was just in the mood for an alcoholic beverage. Maybe it was really hot out and this hit the spot, but it was really great. It is Orlando orange vodka, peach schnapps, and mango puree. And it was amazing at the Garden Grill. And we have a reservation there in September. And I plan on getting it again. Mm, Well, you might as well. You got the dining plan. It's included. Absolutely. What about you, Doug? I like the milkshake from Min and Bill's Dockside Diner. It's uh, It can be alcoholic if you want it to, but it's more like a frosty. And in the Florida heat, something about that, it just hits the spot. Um, I'm sure everybody thought I'd say the raspberry beer that you and Kent thought was awful, that I thought was just fine. Um, That's your favorite alcoholic beverage, maybe? Nah, maybe. Nope. I don't know. I don't know what really is. Maybe the Grey Goose. Um, oh, from France. France. Yeah, maybe that if I have to pick an alcoholic drink. I also do love getting my Starbucks venti, mocha, latte, ice, frappe uh, with the dining plan. So that's a bonus one. I can get it anywhere, but in the parks, it just tastes a little bit better. All right. How about on to the questions that we were asked, Derek? Sounds Take good. Thank you so much for everyone who went on social media and asked questions. Um, I will try to get all the names with it. Uh, some of them we don't have, but first one. Pick an attraction to ride for an entire day straight. Well, everybody that knows me knows I'm going to pick teacups, right? I mean, no. So why not? Yeah, I I think I go uh, the people mover. If I had to do one attraction all day long where you're just getting off and back on. Ooh, that's a good choice. Because, you know, you can kind of sit differently, move around, stretch. You have, can people watch? I think I go people mover. That's a good answer. How about you, Derek? Well, now I'm kind of wishing I took that answer because I didn't even think about that. No, it's gone. Uh, I chose chose Pirates of the Caribbean because it's still one of my favorites. Mm. Uh, It's a little bit longer attraction, and I think I could do it. I would probably go insane by the ninth time, but at least the first uh, half a dozen I would be fine and enjoy. Good point. Yeah, you go insane for sure. I think anybody would go insane doing running. An entire day? That's a long time. Uh, some guys on YouTube attraction. did uh, Jurassic Park for an entire day. I watched that video. No, 
know some of the kind of the um, every ride people have done a like teacups all day sort of thing. Um, so that's been done. They've been doing that kind of for fundraisers puke. for give kids a work. Yeah, I would puke too. So I think we got that one. All right. All right. Here's one from the DCL dude. If Doug and Derek were WDW treats, which one would you be? All right. So I'm going to answer as to what treat Derek. I like it. Be. All right. Cause we, you know, part of me wanted to say, well, he's a Mickey pretzel. Cause that's his favorite treat, but he's not a Mickey pretzel. He's not salty. He's sweet on the outside. Oh, you are so um, you're, nice. You're really nice at Disney world until you get to that center. Um, then like your inner Doug can come out. It does so, come out every now and then. So you're kind of like a candied apple where they, they put like the Mickey ears on it. You got all the chocolate, the candy, everything on the real sweet on the outside. Then it's kind of that granny Smith inside. You get a little bitterness once you get into the core, really wear it down. So I think you're one of those really fancy Mickey, um, caramel candy apples that's a good one i can see that i can agree with that yeah okay now for me you said mickey pretzel and that's exactly what i thought you were Uh, a little salty at times a little doughy a little doughy a little salty but yet still my favorite oh man see that bromance jd and turk romance yep absolutely that's it and everything's better mickey shaped it is see yeah and yeah, I can't make any kind of argument as to any other dessert that I think, I mean, mm-hmm. Yep. None of us are a Dole Whip. No, I don't. There are people out there that are Dole Whips, but not me. I'm not that optimistic and happy in the world. So <laughs> thank you for to Wes from the DCL Dude podcast. Yes, thank you, Wes. That's a great one. Next one is from your daughter, Samantha. Yes. Who yes. communicates with us via social media, which... She's getting too old, too big. Just got on my phone and did it, yeah. Okay, well. She doesn't have her own account. Okay, good, good. Keep that off as long as possible. Anyway, what Disney movie would you like to see made into a live-action movie? This is a hard one because they're already making so many, right? Yep. And so I, I was thinking Treasure Planet. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That's a good one. I think with the current technology and everything it actually probably be better than the cartoon the cartoon was made during that time where they just like slashed the budget and did everything mm-hmm. on the cheap so kind of that treasure planet brother bear era so i think treasure planet has a potential to be really cool especially if you get some of the people that worked on like marvel things in on it i like it Wars. I, th- I think that would be exciting. And I think it's a story that enough people don't know that it'd be new. It'd be a remake, but a new remake. Like like Aladdin. We all know Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, no, there's no questions. There's going to be more questions as to why didn't they do this or why did they do that. Treasure Planet, you can go in with a blank slate. That's a good all one. All right. Thank you, Derek. I'm going to cheat a little bit because it is in production, though, early uh, on. It's Mulan. I talked about it earlier with the song. Yeah. Uh, I just, I'm really excited for that film and really hope, I think it could be an epic Braveheart type tale. Totally cheating, but it is cheating. If I had to do one that's not in production at all, it's Emperor's New Groove. Oh, that's an awesome choice. As long as David Spade is still in the movie. Oh, you get the actual actors, like the, the, the cast for the main three there. Yep. That'd be perfect. I agree. John Goodman. Yes. He'd be perfect. Yeah, cast getting a little old, but you know, it'd be fine. Still works. Yeah. Okay. I like that answer. I okay. like it. So I got two answers in there. I cheated a little bit, but that's I got fine. my other one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Your other, your second answer was much better than the first one. Should have just stuck with that one, but I, I am excited for Mulan even more than I am Aladdin. I'm a huge Aladdin fan. Anyway, <laughs> Debbie Raises asks, if you were able to ride an attraction that has closed and is gone forever, what attraction would it be and why? Ooh, this is a hard one. So the two that I've debated between here, both are Epcot, um, oldie but goodies, Horizons, and the original Imagination with Dreamfinder and Figment. And, ah, but I decided to go Horizons um, because I still have a little hint of imagination where 
I mean, it's when she says closed and gone forever, imagination, in my opinion, is closed and gone forever. What is there now is not the same attraction at all. It's just we open this cruddy attraction and then like, oh, they like figment and one little spark. We're going to shoehorn this in and then call it the same thing. And it's not. So I'm going to go Horizons just because you get to choose how it ends, little adventure. Like That was the first place where we saw uh, interaction. I really like that. Well, I'm glad you didn't take Journey into Imagination because that's mine. Oh, okay. Uh, that attraction, I think if they re- rebuilt brick by brick, would be a huge hit. And you'd see lines at least 30 minutes. I mean, nostalgia and everything. It's a great attraction. I don't know why they changed it. And it really annoys me every single time I'm on it. Yeah, it's, it, yeah. I Come on, Disney. It's not the same. No, it's not. And it's like, what, two-thirds shorter? I try to explain to my kids how great the ride was and that we rope-dropped imagination when well, I was a they child. They don't believe you at all. And they're like, no. how stupid were you, Dad? You rope-dropped imagination? I'm like, well, Back yeah. in my day. Yep. Wow. World of Motion is also another good one. That is a good yeah. one. It, it gets overlooked because of Horizons and... But uh, it was another good. Epcot had some good dark rides. In nice honor of Debbie work. Raises, should we would have should have went to uh, Animal Kingdom and did the uh, the boats? Well, I never went on them. I never so went on them either. To go on it to hear the loud motor sit in the hot humidity, barely move around. I would love to bring that back one day, just so we can say we did it. In just, honor of Debbie. I mean, they had to start bringing on like little spiders and stuff to entertain people on the boats. That if you haven't listened to our uh, 20, 20th anniversary episode of Animal Kingdom, we had on uh, Debbie and John Raises, who were on the opening day or close to opening day um, cast, and they did they were skippers of the Discovery yep. boats, which is was there and gone. And uh, John's actually in a YouTube video. He that is. We somebody posted, posted Discovery boats. You know, Animal Kingdom. Search that. You can see John giving a narration. Uh, that you can almost hear most of the time. Almost. That was a good episode. Talking that was about, a fun one. Hey, the sandbags quit falling out of dinosaur. Let's go. I love it. All right. Moving on. Anthony Wade asks, I googled what targets to aim for to become a galactic hero while waiting to ride. When I won by a couple hundred thousand points, my wife says I cheated and still tried to say she won by default. Is this cheating or being resourceful? So this is an ethical dilemma right there. and uh, This is a marriage issue right there. Yeah, I'm going to say you did not cheat. That's being very resourceful and smart. You have time in line. There's no reason not to better yourself. I mean, you just want to stare at the wall or the people as you pass them in the switchbacks? No, and you Google, we, you learn. We've done it. We've both become galactic heroes multiple yeah. times, Doug. Hot tip. We're going to talk about this very, very soon. Yes, and we have a blog post we're working on for it. Yeah, so not cheating at all. Not cheating. No, just strategizing. It's official. Not learning, educating. How else are you going to grow as a? How else are you going to become a galactic hero without knowing what targets to shoot at? There's yeah, unless you go on it over and over again and accidentally. First of all, you're not accidentally hitting a couple of those hundred thousand targets. That's yep. not accident. You you need to know to aim for those. There's there's one you might hit on accident, but the others, no, nobody's accidentally hitting those. So there you go. All right. Officially, we got your back, you Anthony. That's right. Thanks for listening and asking about the ethical dilemmas of Disney World. All right, Mindy asks, Vacation Club, is it worth it? This is a bigger question than a. This is a whole a show. We've actually That's... done a whole show yeah. about this. I mean, you got to do a lot of math. And you got to be staying deluxe every time you go and you got like maintenance fees. I don't like the maintenance fee side of it. That's be true. I think if you pay the whole lump sum, which can be thousands and thousands of dollars at once, it makes it more worthwhile. Also, Doug, I feel like if you would have jumped on this 10 years ago, 15 years ago, it would have been a lot more worth it. Yeah. The, the worth is really, it's different. Yep. It's different now. It's got to work for you. And if you're okay staying at Pop and some of the All-Stars, 
you can save a lot of money. And you can even stay deluxe and be fine um, without the Vacation Club, that's for sure. And, I mean, there's a lot of math involved. Like you said, you got to be able to pay it off in that lump sum to really make it worth it. And then if you have that much money lying around, like, yeah, maybe maybe you can do an Adventures by Disney instead. Ooh, that's a good idea. Yeah. I don't know. It's got you got to do the math. Some people it's worth it. Some people it's not. All right, and moving on back to the mouse. Mister Joe asks, if you couldn't ride any rides, which park would you choose to spend the day in, and why? So, can't ride any rides. We're just gonna walk around aimlessly. Doug, do you, what are you doing? Do you think he meant rides or attractions. Can we go to shows? Can I see a character? I don't know. All right, let's answer if we can do shows and characters and then answer it like we can't do anything. But I think mine might be the same anyway. Okay, well, then I'll let you go first then. I'm going with Epcot, even though it's my least favorite of the four. Mm. I do like festival season. Pick any one of them and I can walk around aimlessly around World Showcase, checking out shops, especially Festival of the Arts. I can look at all those paintings and shops and everything all day. And eat. Okay. Oh, I can eat, Doug. Yeah. Actually, no, not as well as you, but no. I can eat. Um, that's why I'm the pretzel doughy on the inside. You are um, the doughy. It's okay. Yeah. Um, so I was going to say Animal Kingdom because then I could at least go look at animals. I could do those trails. Oh, that that's I a good never, idea. Okay. I never do those because we have an amazing zoo, so I never go down the trails. But I could do that. And there's a lot of people watching to be done there. There's also a lot of shows. So in the iteration where we can go to shows, you got Tough to Be a Bug, Lion King, Nemo, uh, whatever the Up show is called exactly. I can't remember. Flights of Wonder. Formerly No, Birds of Wonder. Birds of Wonder? Flights of Wonder? Maybe. It used to be Flights of Wonder. Okay. The show formerly known as Flights of Wonder. So lots of options there uh, without rides. That's a good one. Yeah. And like... I can't do Everest already, and Pandora I have to have, like, be medicated. So, you know, there's already – I'm already doing a lot of that walking around, people watching the Animal Kingdom. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. I like that. Uh, moving on, Jeremy asks, Disney World is great, but what is it missing? What desperately needs attention? Whew. This could be this a, whole a whole episode, absolutely. Whole episode, uh, maybe down the pike here. Well, what's missing a fifth gate? I agree. That was my original. Uh-huh. So if you're going with that one, we'll move on. Um, I'll I'll go fifth gate is what's missing and what needs attention. Uh, transportation. Ooh. Transportation. Uh, waiting on buses is painful, and the opening time of the transportation. I don't I don't like that. Like you stay at Wilderness Lodge. You have the boat to the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, but it doesn't open till like, literally when the Magic Kingdom opens, which means you have totally missed rope drop. Yep. Uh, the monorail line to Epcot doesn't open early enough to get to rope drop like on time. So that's what desperately needs attention, in my opinion, is not just the amount of transportation, but how they run it. Because they're looking at how many people are getting on those first monorails. This can't be many. But to those few that do, it's a huge deal, and I'm the grumpy one. So how about you, Derek? I agree with you on the fifth gate. I think with Universal opening, they say fourth. It's really a third yeah. plus a water park and SeaWorld expanding and Legoland. I really do think Disney needs to start thinking fifth gate. I get that it's a lot of operational costs, rides, attractions, IPs. It's a lot into it. It's a 10-year thing. But we got to start. They have the land. Doug, they yeah. can do it. It's not that big of a challenge to at least find where to put it. Yeah. I mean, infrastructure is going to be the biggest cost, just moving dirt, putting in plumbing, that sort of stuff. But I think it's time. I think uh, the park needs another gate. I agree. It's and then somewhere else for people to go on different days. I agree. And then to update, I still think. Epcot needs a lot of love, and I know they're putting it into it over the next couple years, but it's not enough. They're doing a Band-Aid over a gash. There is so much unused space in Epcot. It drives me insane every time I'm there. I seriously feel like every World Showcase Pavilion needs its own attraction, and they should have another World Showcase Pavilion to begin with. 
Yeah. I mean, Germany's that? already got a boat ride pretty much built into it. Why not just spend the few million getting that going? I, there's so much unused land at Epcot. Japan's lack of a bullet train uh, roller coaster that they were going to do. Yep. Uh, yeah. Go on the uh, log fume ride. Canada was thinking about getting. And we just named three countries that have absolutely nothing. Yep. There's no movie. There's nothing. There's just food and drink. I walk by shops. Morocco and Italy. Unless I have a reservation, there's no point. Like, give me a reason to stay there. Something else. The most exciting thing going on in Italy is usually like at Christmas time with the Christmas storytellers. Ooh, I do like that. The witch talks about, you know, stealing shoes or whatever. My kids like that. But otherwise, yeah, Italy, I'm only going in if I'm eating pizza. Okay. Yeah. And that's good, good pizza. Idea. Only good, good pizza. All right. Moving on, Ryan Nielsen asks, what is the most awkward thing that has happened to you at Disney? I like this one, Doug. Well, me, it happens frequently, very frequently. It's uh, hugging characters. Ooh, it's so awkward. I, just, I love it. It's not good. It, me meeting characters, I don't know why. I just. I need to record a video of uh, you meeting characters. You don't characters. need to do that. My skin just crawls a little. I don't know why, but it's very awkward. In like face characters, I usually say something 10 times as awkward as I look and feel. It makes everybody awkward. Yep. Yeah, so that that's me. Uh, I'm pretty awkward all the time. All the all time. the time, extremely awkward or grumpy. There's no in between. Nope, not really, not much. I've I've stayed with you. I get. All right, it. Derek, what's uh, your awkward moment? I think uh, if you remember when I stayed at Art, no, the Value, uh, All Star Sports, and I really wanted an iced coffee. Mm-hmm. I'm a coffee drinker. It's hot. I wanted an iced coffee on the board. It says Joffrey's Ice Coffee, like $7 because it's ridiculous. This is in the food court at All Stars In the food court. And so I go and I say, I would like an iced coffee. And the lady was not understanding me. So she brought another person in to communicate what an iced coffee was. Not enough. They brought a third person in to communicate what an iced coffee was. They ended up making a hot cappuccino and then dumping it over like four or five ice cubes, which is watered the whole thing down anyway. And it tasted like garbage. And I ended up paying, I don't know, a dining credit <laughs> for it or whatever. It was so frustrating. I, and it was so awkward because it was three people and I trying to communicate what an iced coffee was when it's on the board. You should know. Yeah. I was the first person ever to order an iced Clearly. coffee in Florida, Doug. Well, I mean, people like hot coffee in Florida. I, I are guess. Are you sure they didn't think you were saying nice coffee? I would like a nice, Maybe. a very nice coffee. And they're like, why does this guy want us to put his nice coffee on ice? I guess. I, it was so awkward and I was getting so frustrated. And uh, it, it just goes with the trend of bad resort coffee. Uh, yeah, that's a... That's that's one. All right, I got our, our next question here. This is from Good. the Part of Our World podcast. Keenan and Rachel sent in, if you could only do one show, nighttime spectaculars not included, for the rest of your Walt Disney World trips, so like for life, what would okay. it be? What show are you doing? Ooh, this is easy for me. The Lion King show at uh, Animal Kingdom. It's my favorite show. We make sure we see the usually the 10 o'clock showing every time. It's great. Acrobatics. It's Cirque du Soleil meets Disney World. I love yep. it. And I could and, and it's a must-do on our list every time. That's good. That's a good answer. Um, I really don't like any shows that much. Like, there are no shows that I say, like, ah, I didn't get to that. It's not really a trip to Disney World. The closest to that for me is Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. Um, oh, that's a good yeah. one. That was my number two. So at least if I'm going to do that one over and over, at least it can change yep. to do it. You know, I feel like there should be something at the studios that show-wise I like better. You don't like, want to see Frozen? No, I thought Muppets maybe. That's a good one, though. I went, I went Monsters, Inc. Um, okay. 
It's different. It's funny. Yeah. You'll laugh. Yeah, you know, it will, it's air conditioning. No Hall of Presidents for Gosh, you? It changes no. every four not, years, eight years. Not doing Hall of Presidents. Um, I thought about Carousel Progress, or actually the Tiki Room, because I can take my Dole Whip. But... Nope, that show is too short. I'd go Yeah, crazy. and it's really loud and obnoxious, so that would be an issue. Tiki, 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 Tiki Room. Um, okay, yep. Yeah. Now it's in my head You're for done. the rest of the You're day. You're done. Just, yep. Okay. No more Tiki Room for All you. Right. We we need to get that out. Let's go on to another question. This time from Jen Nielsen, one of our Patreons. She says, if you can only go to one park for the rides, which would it be? And if you could go only go to one park for food, which would it be? So one park rides, one park food. I guess rides. it could be the same Yeah, it could. Uh, uh, rides, I'd probably say in the future Hollywood Studios. Agreed. Like, that's but current, I guess. Current, um, maybe Epcot because I like Soren a lot and I like Test Track a lot and I can do those without motion sickness issues. Um, so probably Epcot, and then uh, to eat, whew, Dole Whips only in the Magic Kingdom. Although festival season, Epcot will have Dole Whip. Yeah, I'm going to go Epcot yep. again. Epcot. Yeah. I'm going to go Magic Kingdom. They just have so many attractions and rides to do. I would, I could do that all day. I mean, it, all day and you can maybe get, I mean, you've got to be Kent Mullins to be able to get on all of them. Yeah. Or Christina. Yeah. So I think I could spend an all day grinding out the Magic Kingdom group. And then for eating, I do agree with you. Epcot during any one of the festivals, mm. I could eat. All day. It'd be great. Especially if it's just you and oh, I yeah. or without no kids. kids. Leave the kids. No yeah. kids. Yeah. As long as there's Dole Whip at that festival, as long as that doesn't change, I'm okay. You change that, I'm definitely doing Magic Kingdom to eat. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. We have one from your wife. Yeah, we do. Which attraction makes Doug or Derek vomit the most? I'll let you go first. Cause... Like for what, what makes yeah, me vomit? Yeah, what makes vomit? you vomit the most? Anything that you... Astro yeah, Order. it's all in your head, Derek. I, I don't know what's wrong with that attraction, but wow, I have no desire to ever do it again. Unless I'm doing the 40, whatever, 9, 7, 6, whatever we're at challenge. Yeah. So, yeah, you're. it's all in your head. Um, I'm just going to say that to you once. Okay. So, motion sickness, yes, I'm a, I have an issue. So, I don't feel like I can say Mission Space Orange or Everest because I've never done them because one goes backwards and one will literally like my vomit will stick to my face. I really want to do a live show from either no, of those. Nobody you pick needs and that. we will do a live. Everyone needs no, that. Nobody needs that. Um, uh, if you're uh, listening to the show, go on and comment and like and no, say, Doug, you need to do no it. No, you don't. Um, if enough people agree for our six year, you will maybe do by it. Six We're year. still here for another yeah, three sure. years. Absolutely. Sure. Six year. I'll do it. Um, can't wait yes holding you to okay. that i know you will you remember things like that quite well so uh thunder mountain is really long and that gets to me pretty good when i do try to do that but i usually don't do it um i can survive rock and roller coaster like once a trip um one thing that none of my motion sickness stuff helps with like i wear the patch to do some things and it helps one thing that won't is star wars uh the star tours Something about the, the older, the older screen technology just doesn't it doesn't sync up perfectly. My patch works really well on Flight of Passage. Uh, without the patch, I can't do Flight of Passage. I'm just miserable. So I'm gonna say Star Tours because it's one that I would like to do, but I don't want to be laying in a vomit of my a puddle of my own vomit trying to exit. And then Amanda would have to come and like help drag me off and hide me in a closet or something so that everybody else doesn't see it okay so that's one day doug we can do speaking, it together speaking of amanda happily ever after they uh they hit 1000 uh subscribers on youtube i saw that's that awesome. that's so exciting and i know a lot of our listeners went and subscribed so yeah. thank you so much for that yeah look forward to continuing to follow them and especially now with hollywood studios kind of getting some big changes yeah I, especially since i'm now having like, we need to have them off. back on in about six yeah, months i think 
I think they will be. We'll have them back on to talk about life post-Galaxy's Edge. So, um, yeah, there you go. That's my vomit story. We have one more question to answer, and it might be my favorite listener question of all time. We may should have started with it, but I'm glad we're finishing with it. Ashley asks, what is the best bathroom in each park? Oh, that's... I love it. This is a hard one. one. Do you want to go first? You want me to, or we do Magic Kingdom, where we're going park by park? We could go in order, I guess, because I know for me, sometimes when you got to go, you got to go, and you don't want a lot of people in that uh, restroom with you. So I know preferably, I like restrooms with not a lot of crowd in them. Yeah, so Magic Kingdom is easily the worst for bathrooms. Oh, by far. Um, I was hoping we were going to finish with well, that one, finish. but if you want to no, start let's... now, okay. There's, there's no good answer in Magic Kingdom. Well, let's go no. Age of Parks. We'll start Animal Kingdom. Um, my favorite is the one by the Finding Nemo, the musical. Oh, that's it's mine as well. Okay. way back there. Yep. You just don't go when a show gets over, and you have a gigantic bathroom to yourself, folks. You do. That is one of my favorite bathrooms on property. I agree. Hidden in the jungle almost. The And if you ever do a run Disney event through Animal Kingdom, a good one is in Dinosaur, Dino Land. That's a good one for mm-hmm. the runners. It's right as you exit the park. It's actually not very busy either because there's nothing past it. So, like, it's a dead end. So you don't have any people walking past the bathroom. Only people wanting to find the bathroom. It's a good one. So, All right. What about uh, Hollywood Studios, Doug? Well, I think I shared this secret with you. You did, and that's my pick. Yeah. So if we're we're gonna agree we're gonna again, agree again. I mean, this is this this there's two secret ones here. I'll I'll share them both. So the the really so the sit down restaurants at Walt Disney World, in theory, you can go into any one and go use the bathroom. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's bad. The Brown Derby. It's off the lobby to the left. You just go in, take a left. Great Nobody bathroom. says anything to you. Don't tell your friends, though. Don't share this with anybody. Just the people you really, really like, like rope droppers. Um, it's an amazing bathroom. I mean, it's it's like one bathroom notched down from having an attendant in there. Handing you That's towels. true. It's, it's nice. So... It was wonderful. It was a great experience. I've been there. There's times you go in there, you're the only person in there. I was the it's... only one, and I'm glad I was. And like you step back outside, and you're like, oh, yeah, I am in a crazy busy theme park. Yeah. Uh, the other one at Hollywood Studios, when it's open, uh, Pizza Rizzo, which is open again, mm-hmm. I believe. On the upper floor, there's a small bathroom. That yep. is not very busy at all. But not the one on the main floor because it actually like goes from inside Pizza Rizzo. It shares with the Gonzo's Royal Flush. And no one ever thinks about going upstairs. Upstairs bathroom, my friend. Yep. Been to that bathroom. Love it. That was my number two. Wow. We're yeah. in the cord. Yeah. Now, now it gets harder, though. Epcot. Epcot. Uh, Do you want me you to go? go? first. Journey into Imagination, there's a bathroom back there. We actually recorded a podcast back there because no one goes that way. Yeah, we went the other way from the... We're not far. We're still in the same vicinity. Basically, people don't go to Imagination for their bathroom facilities. And so I like that one off the beaten path a little bit. You'll have it close to yourself for sure. Yeah, that's easily my choice for Epcot too. Um, Because... What what about the one... um, The other one in Epcot... Where we always charge phones, oh, air conditioner. Oh, inside the character spot area and in events. Yes. That bathroom is pretty busy. There you go. Um, it's not nearly as isolated, and it's an old bathroom. It is That hasn't bathroom. had much updating. One of the urinal stalls is like you kind of got to zigzag into it. It's kind of narrow. It's like yep. this is not ADA acceptable in any way, shape, or form for that entire bathroom. So, yeah, the imagination one's nice and big, hidden, uh back behind there that's that's and good air conditioning that's my favorite air conditioning bathroom the most frustrating thing about epcot is like the mission space uh post ride area where there's the playground all that stuff there's no bathroom nope the same thing with test track there's no bathroom you got to go out to that one that's out near mouse gears and yes and it's always busy like why didn't they put a bathroom in there it drives me insane so 
hopefully they'll add some bathroom facilities to Epcot because they just they don't have enough. They added a giant bathroom in America, uh, American Adventure, and just to try to allevi- alleviate some of the issues with not enough bathroom. Alleviate yeah. some issues. Alleviate, I yep. I get that. Relieve Fine. the pressure. All right, moving on. Finally, Magic Kingdom. No, I'll let you go first, Derek. See if we're in agreement. This is one of those ones where I'm not looking at um, not being the only one in there because there are a lot of bathrooms in Magic Kingdom. It's not going to happen. I do really love the Tangled Bathrooms, though. I think it's well-themed. Yes, it's crowded, but it's kind of fun for me. And and it's perfect position in the park right by where you park the strollers. I use that one quite a bit. Yeah, that's... It's a good choice because, I mean, you're not going to find a quiet bathroom unless you, like, pay to join Club The 33. only other one, if you want to, well, and then I say the baby changing area is a good one. Ah, that bathroom. But not get, everyone could get into that. Yeah, if you're in the baby changing area. The bathroom right yes. outside of it, no. It's just no, full of not at all. That one's, Another yeah. bad one. There's, there's a couple you want to avoid. Let's put that out there. Are you there. thinking Pirates of the Caribbean? That's not a horrible one. That's not an avoid one. It's always the, the, busy. It's busy, but it's not horrible. The breezeway one between Adventureland and Frontierland. Oh, that yes. one is yes. Oh, that one drives me insane. Crazy busy and disgusting. Um, yep. The old bathrooms by Peter Pan were the absolute worst bathrooms. Now that's you know upgraded queue area, so they got rid of that and built Tangled. That was a good move. The other one that's frustrating is the brand new bathroom in New Fantasyland, uh, back by uh, the train station. Right, they built that nice big bathroom. However, it's in Fantasyland by Dumbo and Barnstormer. Mm-hmm. The shortest mm-hmm. people yep. in the park. And for the urinals, sorry, ladies, this is getting into the men's bathroom only here. So urinals can be at different heights. They only put one low urinal and all these high urinals. So you have all these four-year-old boys in there trying to pee in places they shouldn't. And then, of course, there's, like, some old dude standing at the short one because, you know, it's the next one. That happens. Like, dude, yep. you need to let a kid go there. So, like. PSA. Don't pee in the short urinal. They failed to do that. Yeah, don't use the short urinal unless you need it because you're not tall enough uh, to use the other ones or you have a reason to be using it. We're short enough to still use yeah, it. Yeah, nobody don't. gives us looks, but I try to leave nope. that. I also try to leave. If I go in there, I try to leave the one next to it empty as well. Because that's where, you know, the dad needs to go there so they can be next to each other. Just look out for the kids, folks. You want to know another bathroom? A couple that annoy me sure. is the ones that are shared restaurants. Oh. So like 50s Prime and uh, Hollywood that and Vine. That one's brutal. Too many that people. shared one drives me insane. And also they do the same thing for Sci-Fi and Dying oh. and the ABC Commissary. I it's just like it's a line. Too many people. It's like I'm at a concert. Too small a bathroom for too many people. So it's crazy that the like the best bathroom on property is at Hollywood studios. Like there just wasn't a counter service for Brown Derby to be forced to share with. I think. I don't know. Yeah. This is a great question. We could have done a whole show on bathrooms. bathroom show. It's upcoming folks. I, I think we broke it down pretty good though. I think so. In the five minutes that we talked about it. Yeah. So there you go. If you got to go, you got to go. We got to go. You just got to go to the closest one. I'm surprised there's no like just porta potties in Toy Story Land. I'm sure it's Star Wars. Yeah, the I do like Avatar's Pandora's bathroom, which is a little bit out of the way. There's at least two. Yep, that's that's good. I I worry about kind of got that old beat up feel. I'm hoping Star Wars does something. Sure. Well, you know, we never saw a Star Wars bathroom until uh, Star Wars Rebels showed a bathroom. They're the first Star Wars anything that mentioned even. The bathroom. They called it the reliever, I believe. So if it's not labeled that way, I'm going to be very disappointed. Or refresher. The refresher. Refresher. I have to go use the refresher. I'm waiting to say that out loud and be correct. Well, you'll find out here in about a month and a half. A couple weeks, dude. A couple weeks. We're a couple weeks. That's crazy. June 5th is when I'll be at Disneyland. So That's, wow, that is a couple, couple weeks. weeks. I'm 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 super jealous. Doug gets to check out the Disneyland version of Star Wars. Doug leaves Derek at home. Yep, yep. That's why it's surprising we made it to our three-year well, anniversary. Well, I am too. Jealousy. We're not but I will be at Walt Disney World when opening day. I don't know if I'll 
go right. on opening day, but we'll be there. Day three sounds opening couple days. Day three yes. sounds perfect there. That's I think. The I'll fun. talk to Kent and a few of the uh, Patreons what they want to do, but I have no desire to wake up at four o'clock the day before to wait in line. I don't think four o'clock's when you're waking up. I think it's more like one eight. Like four p.m. Yeah, the day before. I think it's. I think that like twenty four hours in line type of thing. I don't think I can do it not with three kids and a wife. I. We wouldn't make it to our six year. No, you got to make it there. You got to make it there. I just yep. said I would ride something I shouldn't ride. So, Ooh, well, there you go. That was the thunder round. Deep. That was thunder. The that was a lot. Cuts. I didn't think it would go this long. It's been a, almost an hour. Oh so, uh, a lot of fun answering your questions. And seriously, thank you so much, everyone who submitted them, especially best bathrooms. That's by far my favorite question we've ever gotten. I just like being able to call you like a candy apple. I like that one. That's good. Yeah. You're my you're my salty dough guy. Thank you, Derek. Thank you. You're it's I'm you know the best part about doing this show for the last three years, Doug, is seriously the bromance mm-hmm. that has formed. We didn't even nope. know each other. It's just been it's been a lot of fun, and now our kids are friends, our wives are friends. Uh, you know, it's just you become a really good friend of uh-huh. mine, and I really do look forward to three years down the road when we're celebrating our six year anniversary and i'm sure journey to imagination will have not gone through a single change no, in that time. no they won't have fixed anything that we want them to fix however they'll like close things that we like and mess with that yes guaranteed it'll be interesting to see in six years from when we started like the biggest changes besides star wars obviously i'm mainly at this point now by the six-year anniversary rooting for mission space or everest to be closed nope the, yep. My goal by our sixth year is to do a live podcast from one of the attractions that you cannot do. Not only that you cannot do, that your wife, the Rope Drop Queen, she was on last week, says, Those are the Doug two. cannot do. Those are the two. I know. No, thank you. All right, listeners. Next three years, keep harping on Doug. And finally, with some peer pressure, he might give in. And we will do it for sure. And so much. Thank you, Everyone who is listening, if this is your first episode or if you've been listening since the very beginning, thank you so much. It's meant a lot for Doug and I to be able to share and talk. This was a hobby for us, and it's turned into a community, and we are so uh, thankful with so much gratitude to each and every single one of you listening right now for making us a part of your day. Absolutely. Well said, Derek. Three years to three more cheers doug all right yeah i got road my... drop radio there we go our water intact yeah. uh we need to go back and get a what are those more fruity rum drinks that we enjoy and yes. uh, our next road drop trip for sure but anyway if you don't go on to all the social medias twitter instagram facebook give us a like check out our patreon page we would love your support we do after shows we do special things on there we have special gifts that you can get including the new koozies so be sure to check that out as well and stay up to date by subscribing and leaving a review doug loves messing up names and if you have an awesome name we want to hear why i want to hear more about grunge that's you yeah. Send some message. We might have to have you on a Patreon show or something because I, I love it. Mickey loved it. All right. Well, that is all the time that we have. We got to record the Patreon episode. So thank you so much for asking your questions. From Doug, I'm Derek. You've been listening to the Rope Drop Radio three-year anniversary.